You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. exciting episode of your show that's right it's the kickout crew and uh, i want to thank ben jones for being on last week uh really had a good time with him uh, he had a lot of heartwarming things to say and he's a great guy uh unlike you know how this episode's gonna go but um you know brad i don't even want to intro it because uh kind of pissed off that we have a guest on so uh, you know whatever take it away dude your show go ahead come on james don't be like hey, that man but- hey we're here to have fun make it fun sit back relax Fuck off. Go ahead, your show. Introduce it. Well, I'm not going to be the one to introduce him because it is uh, Adam that did bring a guest on today. It is someone to the dismay of Mr. Alcari did not want to have on, but we're going to do it anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick it to Adam to go ahead and introduce our guest. So Adam, what do you got for us? Oh, man, I've, I've gotten the pleasure of really getting to know this fella over the past couple of months since I've joined New South. And, um, I mean, the only way to bring him on is just, just go ahead and bring him. Just he's the he's the New South, a former New South champion, and currently one of the biggest NWA stars in the NWA. It's Miami Ice, the Hot Tamale, the Giant Killer, Mister Ron Rolando Perez. How's it going? I'm Rolando. Uh, you probably saw me on NWA and New South. I pinned Macrodona not once. But twice, twice, biggest moment of my career. So that's pretty cool. It's good to see all you guys. Oh, no, thanks so much for coming on. uh, No, man, it's a a pleasure. I apologize about the rocky start. Um, Stuff is stuff going on here right now. Apologize about that. Uh, Rolando, you know what? Uh, We're used to that. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I don't know what it is. You know, (laughs) with wrestlers, we got real life stuff on the outside too. So. You got to deal with that. <laughs> we got to do stuff good. to support our wrestling habit. <laughs> James, you got anything to say? Sure don't. Go ahead. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead. And do, uh... <laughs> no. Uh, as always, you can follow us on our all of our socials at Kickout Crew. Uh, be sure to watch video episodes exclusively on Premier Streaming Network and uh, listen to the audio. And hey, AngryLemonade.net has uh, your show's merch. So uh, get some merch from uh, your show. That being said, someone else talk. All right. Well, we're going to do a little bit of a Q&A here before we watch a couple of the matches today, if that's all right. Uh, Devin has 87 pages of questions for you. We're going to share the responsibility, but he is very excited. Huge NWA fan, to say the nice. least. 
kind of introduced us to it, uh, broadened us a little bit, actually. So, uh, and that's how we got to know you the first time we saw you. Um, actually, the first time we saw you was against Kenzie Page. And uh, that, you know, that is something we're going to get into. So, Devin, go ahead, pal. Yeah, Rolando, I am honestly super excited to have you on the show today. You're uh, one of the most, like, biggest up-and-coming rising stars, I honestly think, in all of independent wrestling. Surprisingly, though, you weren't on the top uh, PWI Top 500. Do you have an opinion I, on that? Uh, Yeah, I saw it, and uh, I saw that I wasn't on I was a little disappointed at first, but all it did was just, like, set a fire under me, you know, just to work harder, keep getting better, keep praying for a better future, and eventually everything will work out. The universe has a really strange way of working itself out, so and I'm excited to see where it goes, you know? Always got to be optimistic in this uh, really dark world of wrestling, you know? <laughs> Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, despite not being on the top 500 chart, you did have two huge victories over Matt Cardona. What have those victories kind of done for your career, could you say? Oh, man, it definitely it definitely put my name in people's heads, like people above me that I wouldn't ever think. Like I went up, I met Santino Morella and he already knew who I was. I was like, what? Dude, that's crazy. I was watching you like 10 years ago on TV on Raw and SmackDown. And here you are already knowing who I am. And like the kid in me was just super happy, super happy. But uh, it, as far as it's done for my career, it's definitely earned me a lot of respect. And I feel like for a long time, people really did try to hold me down a bit because of my size. And it's just also feels so liberating to prove to myself that I was a superstar, not only myself, but to all those people too. So it's, it's awesome. It really is. Rolando, well, I want to jump. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, go for it, Brad. I want to jump in here about your character. Uh, the character we see is uh, the hair. It's the smacking of the ass. It's the bow tie with no shirt. <laughs> was that developed over time? Uh, when did you embrace it fully? Uh, it was actually given to me. Um, I didn't choose this gimmick, so I just kind of ran with it. And I did a character a few years ago called the Hot Tamale, which was very similar, uh, where I would go out to the crowd. I, I would dance and all of that. And uh, it was very natural experience with this type of character. So all of it just came really natural, natural to me, honestly. And it's just fun. It's fun shaking my ass. I love it. Because <laughs> I can tell people love it, too. So I want to take that a step further because we're going to be watching these matches and you're in character and I, and I, and I, I'm sorry if I'm being breaking the, the rules here, but you're in character while you're, you're doing moves and everything else. How hard is that for you? Uh, honestly, I just, I just kind of take a moment to breathe in between every moment in the matches. I just take a moment and breathe and look at the crowd and just remember who I am really. Yeah, because I can't chew gum and run at the same time. You know what I mean? And uh, I see you uh, putting on a show here and at the same time doing a very athletic move. So well done there. And uh, I apologize, Devin. Go ahead, pal. <laughs> All right, you're fine. Uh, I'll get back to the NWA. Another big superstar that you faced over there, in the, or wrestler in the NWA. Superstar is more of a WWE term, I guess. But uh, a wrestler in the NWA you fought was the former NWA heavyweight champion, Tyrus. He recently retired. Has uh, has Tyrus given you any like words of encouragement or any words to help you further in your career? 
Yes. Yes, he did. Uh, he told me to keep doing what I'm doing. And I have a natural for I'm a natural for this business. He said, um, he did say I can work. And what that means basically is I can wrestle. And in today's world, when someone tells you you can work because, you know, all these people do all these crazy moves, flippity flops and don't really give the people time to like see what's happening. They don't register anything. So a compliment like that from Tyrus, that was that was pretty awesome. That's been one of my favorite things about you since you came into the NWA. Uh, the NWA has a lot of these big, rough and tough wrestlers, but you came in with an instant character and you were able to just like really be a gimmick sort of. For like all of us watching at home, is but I've loved it so far, honestly. So Thank kudos you. to that. It, I'm having a blast while doing it, man. Thank you. Right, so, Devin, I want to jump in one time. Oh, I, was talk, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, Orlando, a friend by the name of Cabana Mandan. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and he told me one of his favorite, um, one of his favorite things he's done. In wrestling itself, and the whole the whole time he's been there, because you know he's been in the business for like twenty five years. Mm-hmm. He said one of his favorite things. Alive. Done... <laughs> I am older than he is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm older than he is. <laughs> but um, he said the favorite thing. One of the favorite things he's ever done was uh, he did a thing with you. Well, you actually stole his name. Uh, so oh, I was just yeah. asking, how was that? I got his side of it. I want to hear your side of it. I remember. Um... I remember that day pretty clearly. It was, um, I came in for a seminar. It was, uh, I believe it was Jake Christ and, uh, everyone in that seminar got to do a match. And I think it was like a, like a 10 man scramble or whatever. And then Donnie prom Tom, who was helping booking at the time, and still does from time to time. Uh, he was like, Hey, which one of you mother effers want to take a, uh, F F 10 or whatever. But everyone was, everyone, no one jumped in. And I was like, I'll do it. So I went out there at a 10 man scramble that I do not remember. And I get, I get F 10 by Odinson and that earned me a spot with dump Sanders and Donnie and Cabana man, Dan. And then, uh, I think a couple weeks later I had wrestled at pro South wrestling. I think at this time I was like 19. I was just a very inexperienced young man. And it was a, it was a fun time, a learning time. But I remember, uh, people ribbing me that I looked like Dan and it became like a big joke that he was my father. <laughs> and so, and so Donnie texts me a few days later and he, cause I had, I had another booking, but it had fallen through. And so he hit me up and was like, Hey, you want to come do this gimmick or this gimmick? Cause you look like Dan. And at that time I really didn't have my foot in the door with any big companies. Uh, so I was like, sure, I'll do it. And that's how that came to be. Uh, they were having a match that next show, and I hit under the ring. And I came out and did a little twin magic with Dan. And Donnie rolls me up, gets the win on me, where he can finally say he beat Cabana Man Dan. And so after that, we went into a long angle where I stole his name. And he had lost everything. And he went to wrestle. He had started wrestling as just Dan. And... We, we had let that sell and we had let that register for a few months, I believe. And then finally we had a blow-off match where it was Cabana Man Dan's careers on the line. And if he beat me, he got my name back. And I remember that match had basically no moves. It was just a fight. We were just creating moments. And we had 
people in the crowd crying and we had boys in the back crying when he finally beat me. And just, that's just how well we were into this, this whole storyline. And I'd learned so much from that, that wrestling is not about moves and wrestling is about moments and how wrestling makes you feel. It was, it was a great learning experience. My gosh, was, that was such a great answer. And, and it was <laughs> weird seeing him without Cabana Man because he's been Cabana Man Dan since we were like 13. His backyard mm-hmm. wrestling, everything. He's always been Cabana Man Dan since we were 12, 13 years old. So it's just weird seeing him without that moniker for that little bit of time. <laughs> and I was glad, I'm glad he finally got to win it back. But he said that's one of his favorite things he's done in the wrestling business by far. Definitely. It was my first big angle. So I always remember it. And then, so you turned on him, then you turned on him and hurt his leg, and he's been out ever since. Hey, man, I can't help he's a poony. I can't help he's a poony. Ooh, yeah. There on, it is, brother. James. James, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I, got a, I got a couple questions. Ooh, What's up, man? So uh, you play a good jackass. Uh, does that come naturally? Uh, Yes, actually it does. It does. I, I'm very good at being a jackass. But uh, Someone it's say not it right. ultra real. It's not right in real life, so I just, I just rather be positive and optimistic in real life, you know. Less people get hurt that way. <laughs> Follow up. Uh, who do you think you are? Uh, Rolando Perez. Rolando, say hello to Rolando. Miami Ice, baby. What are they, Put you six feet under if you mess with me, James. You understand? Yeah, I hear what you've been saying about me. Least I hear no. you, bro. Yeah. And if I ever see you face to face, I'm going to bash your head in over, over, and over again until you just can't walk no more, okay? I hope you I'm can jump that. high. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I have no hops. Uh, I got, we actually I got have wrestling. met face to face. and I, was I got like, into wrestling with a lead ass. Nah. <laughs> a lead ass. I couldn't do shit. But I eventually developed it over time by hard work and determination, for sure. Uh, so let's. Uh, I'm gonna transition to. Something else. I don't know if you've had. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch uh, the wrestlers on Netflix. Have you? No, I have not. I honestly don't watch TV much. Okay. I usually just uh, play video games and watch YouTube. So really. I think we need to start a campaign, though. Uh, I think <laughs> season two should be New South Wrestling. And we get some you in there, dump Sanders in there, and uh, the Kickout Crew podcast. That being that said, be <laughs> that being said, what other organizations have you worked with besides New South and NWA? I've worked with uh, Game Changer Wrestling uh, a couple times. I've worked for um, Nova Pro in Virginia, which they they don't exist anymore. Uh, I wrestle for a lot of organizations that really don't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> but I've wrestled for Pro South Wrestling in Piedmont, Alabama. I started, That's why I'm, I'm there every Friday. I'd love to see you come back. Dude, it would be it would be a blast, man. It'd be a blast from the past. But um, I've also worked – I've had a few – I've had a couple extra spots with WWE and AEW. Those were fun. Um, gosh, I can't – really think right now for some reason what is it in tennessee that's a great show that's kenzie page father's promotion great show um goodness 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 that's all i can really think of right now i don't know why i can't think much right now 
Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, Devin is chomping at the bit for this next question. So go ahead, Devin. Uh, well, a few minutes ago, James called you a jackass. One of the <laughs> biggest moments on NWA that I've seen in recent history was when you were facing off against Aaron Stevens, and he had you in the shopping cart in that Titanic Tampa street fight. Right before he shoved you into the stairs, he yelled, I'm Aaron Stevens, and this is a jackass. <laughs> so after that match or before that match, has uh, Aaron Stevens been one of those leaders kind of at NWA to help mentor you at all? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's watched, gosh, nearly every one of my matches. Um, he, he, always, he always takes the time to take – me and Rush Freeman to the side and give us critiques and what he hated, what he liked, what to keep, what to take out. And, dude, it's been awesome. A lot of guys there are like that. Trevor has even given me some advice. Cordona, of course. Um, man, it's been a blast. Because you can only get better by surrounding yourself with people who are better than you. You know? If you're the best somewhere, you probably need to leave. You know? And it's awesome. It's been great. Aaron's been great. Who do you feel like you've learned the most from so far in the NWA? Hmm. Myself, not playing. Yeah. <laughs> Matt there he is. Great answer. Matt Cordona for sure. That's for sure. That's awesome. Sure. That's cool. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, know. I, I, mean, I imagine it's hard All to learn something from somebody you've already beat two or three times. <laughs> he was definitely very. Uh, I learned a lot about positioning and camera angles and where to put yourself for the, in the right time for the camera. He knows a lot about the TV stuff. And I remember getting into NWA. It was a whole other ball game, man. Whole other ball game with like all this TV stuff. You got to worry about cameras in your face, like way more than indie companies. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I'm still learning that now being the referee. Still. <laughs> and like times are way more strict. Gosh, it's way, it's way more strict. There's a little, there's a little more pressure, but very thankful that the NWA locker room is very easygoing. So, it's I've not seen kind of a decent amount of a new South talent coming into the NWA. Yes. Recently. How yes, you feel about that? A lot of you young young stars. It's awesome, man. Whenever I see Kenzie and Kylie at New South, I just we we chat up, we hang out, bro. And then I see I see Max. Max is doing amazing. The She's one of the NWA television champions. That's great. Odinson, of course. I see him. We talk. You know, we smoke it up together sometimes. Right. <laughs> What's up with that spray paint, though? Do what? What's up with this spray paint? When he comes to the ring, he's always spraying his face with that silver spray paint. Looks cool. Everything. That's that's why we do <laughs> everything answer. in wrestling. Looks Perfect cool. answer. <laughs> Intimidation. <laughs> yes. So, Rolando, when I was getting ready for this, I um I watched a few matches, and it, it does seem like you – I watched this match between you and uh, Soraya Sabre, mm -hmm. and I, you do a lot of intergender matches. How did that come to be? It was my idea. <laughs> uh, sometimes I just I just spitball – I just brainstorm in my, my head, and I think of storylines. And I don't know if you guys remember Smack, the original SmackDown vs. Raw, where it's like you play as a character and you go in – and you steal uh, Tori Wilson from Renee Dupree. I was like, I want to do this with someone. And Soraya was perfect uh, for that role, I felt like. And she was she's very young in her career, and she's only been wrestling for a year. So I was like, why not try to help someone out along the way while we can make a fun angle, you know? But that's how that came to be. 
<laughs> no, that's really that's really great. That's really great. Uh, I'm probably going to ask a few more uh, questions, and then we're going to get into the match. So, uh, Devin, I know you have like 89 more pages to go, but go ahead, pal. All right, uh, Adam, do you want to actually ask about another gimmick that we uh, researched with Orlando? <laughs> yeah, so um, we were we were doing some research and everything, and uh, we noticed that you haven't always been Rolando. You no. had a name before Rolando. That is right. So what made you go from Daniel to Rolando? Uh, well, at this time, I, I was the hot tamale, Daniel Perez. And um, on, the short answer, Rolando just sounds cooler, and it's my father's name and my middle name. So, okay, hell yeah. But there is a whole story to this, too. Uh, it's when I became hot tamale to Miami Ice. I was at the Nightmare Factory. And, you know, I'd been going there for a few months, and – I remember uh, QT had finally just told me uh, because he had just mentioned something about AEW Dark, and he mentioned that I need to get in shape. Like this is a big thing in wrestling. Wrestling is all about aesthetics and all that. And he's like, "You need to get in shape." And I was like, "Yes, sir." So I started hitting the gym like crazy. Started getting in shape, and then I was thinking to myself, you know, I really don't have to do this comedy character anymore at this point in my career. And I want to transition into something a little more serious, a little more darker. And I was I was watching Breaking Bad that week, and a character Tuco Salamanca was a a big character in season one. And I just loved how he was this Latino gangster who just went crazy, just just at the most random times. And I was like, man, I want to do that. I want to do that. And so like I did a little test run with it at training. And they were like, you kind of remind me of Scarface. I was like, I'd never seen that movie. So I checked it out. And I was like, Cuban gangster Scarface. And uh, I've been listening to the radio. And there was a song by Young Gravy called Miami Ice. And I was like, that's the name. That's the name. Hot Tamale, Miami Ice. Come on, complete 180. Complete 180. But that's, that's the story of Daniel to Rolando. And I've been Rolando ever since. I remember when you come to Gazin the first time. Um, you come out and my daughter saw you, and she gave you hell the whole time. <laughs> when y'all were over here at the um, was it the three ten on the tracks or whatever they call it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. I, I was that the night I wrestled Hunter Drake. Did I wrestle Hunter Drake that night? I, I think so. It's when um, yeah. it's when Dylan turned on Kenzie. Yeah, I believe I wrestled Hunter that night. So <laughs> you come out, and my daughter gave you so much hell, man, and I loved it so much. And I've been a big fan of you ever since then. Thank you, man. Thank you. God, I watch that match sometimes. The only thing I can think about is I can see my underwear because I had forgotten my belt that day. <laughs> you can see my underwear coming out of my pants that I wore at the time. You had the big jacket, I think, and the white pants, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. The cheetah print jacket. <laughs> oh, got it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> To match those car seats behind you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Got to live the gimmick, brother. Got to live the it. gimmick. <laughs> well, what else? You got any more, Devin, before we get into the match? Yeah. Uh, you just mentioned Young Gravy. That's <laughs> all. He's also the one that uh, sings your theme song when you come out to the ring for New South. Knockout. Yeah. I love yeah, that song. Yeah. Is uh is kind of the, the gimmick. Did that help inspire you to choose him to be your theme song? Yes. Yes, he did. His clothes, his style. Uh, 
actually get more inspiration from him now, I feel like, or I need to, since he's more of the ladies' man, and I am. I started going back to that. So definitely need to be looking at him some more, dressing like him again, for sure, and like promos and backstage segments. I think that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> All right, one more NWA question real quick before we move on. You mentioned Rush Freeman a few minutes ago. There's currently been a huge split in the spectaculars between Brady Pierce, Rush Freeman, and yourself. Brady called you, or pretty much called you out in his last promo asking you to come and join him. So what what are you going to decide? Conflicted. To be honest with you, I'm conflicted. I mean, that's my baby brother. Then, in a lot of ways, he's right. I mean, Rush ain't got the cojones like Rolando. That's for sure. I'm so feeling conflicted. So wait, so wait and see. I saw that answer coming. Perfect answer. <laughs> oh, here's the ending, folks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I decided to do this. Yeah. Go <laughs> watch now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't order the pay per view. Yeah, <laughs> don't, uh, don't waste your time. Yeah, we got it right here. Pick out well, I was going to tell you we got a new champion too. Let me tell you who that is. <laughs> All right, let's see. Hey, I'm the on. champion. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell him. Jeez. <laughs> but no, right. no, honestly, Devin, I think had like five pages of questions because um he. He um he got in a certain mindset earlier and just started writing questions left and right. Hey, awesome, time hits man. about four twenty, and I just start thinking, brother. It's amazing. You know what I'm thinking? Is it time for a little rant and sting? So every week, uh, <laughs> I do a little rant here, for Rolando. So just bear with me, okay? Okay. What's up with it? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, the Eagles. All right, so as we record this, the Eagles played on Monday, and uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, obviously, when this drops, it'll be a week later. I know, way past the time, James. I get it. I get it. Okay, but here was my issue. What was with this bullshit seven o'clock start time? All right, <laughs> I I I am in the car business. I work till eight o'clock, eight thirty, nine o'clock. I I got home and there were six minutes left in the game. This is bullshit. It used to be nine o'clock when I was a kid. Now it's seven o'clock, and why? And why was there two games on at once anyway? One was on ABC, one was on ESPN. They're the same freaking company. They're owned by Disney, but they're were they competing against each other? It's all bullshit. Now, James, second thing, this is something you were talking about. I don't give a rat's ass. I, all right, hold up. Taylor Swift and uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. I, I, it's good, great. Woo! It's all this garbage that, like you said, James. That Taylor Swift is not hot enough for Travis Kelsey. First off, who's to say that? Who's to say who's someone's always hotter in a relationship? Someone's not. It's in the eye of the beholder, and and it's not like she's some trash panda. Like <laughs> she's still a good-looking woman. And how come no one's saying this? Well, she's worth seven hundred and fifty million, and he's only worth thirty. How come nobody's saying that then? Like uh, as a success story, uh, let's just. I, I just can't believe people can trash her like that just because they think Travis is hotter than her, or, or vice versa. It's not nice. Move on. That's that's Twitter. That's X. That's garbage. Oh, gosh. Social media. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was measuring. You heard it here first. Brad thinks not, Travis I, Kelsey's a gold digger. <laughs> I, am not, I am not a tall guy. I'm five foot eight, five foot seven, five foot. I don't know. Well, I, I know ate my ass. 
<laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking five, about. Five, five on a good day. All right, first off, this is what I'm talking about. I was measured five, eight. I don't care, though. The point is I have women that tell me you're way taller than that, or men that tell me I'm way taller than that normally, and I have women that say there's no way you're that. Well, why are we it's, arguing? This ain't the bedroom. You can't just add three inches. This ain't the bedroom. <laughs> hey <-o. laughs> Basically, a girl that's tall always calls herself a little shorter. And a guy that's short always calls himself a little taller. Leave me out of it, okay? <laughs> I'm five eight, maybe five eight, maybe five seven. Who cares? Why are you giving me shit about why, why are we arguing about this? I wasn't. You asked me the information. I didn't ask you. All right. Another thing. Now, as we record this, the pay per view has already happened for Wrestle Dream, and we had the Righteous in there. Does anybody think the Righteous reminds you a little bit of the Wyatt family? Little a little bit, yeah. right? And by the way, I always like that. They, remember the AEW was saying how they always like the, the big four pay-per-view concept? How's that going with three pay-per-views in a month, huh? <laughs> James, I was watching an episode of Family Ties the other day because that's what I do when my team loses. Notre Dame lost in the last play of the game against Ohio State, so I turn on Family Ties. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember that show, but Mallory had a boyfriend Michael named Michael J. Fox? Nick. Yeah, Mallory had a boyfriend named Nick who was very, very crazy for the time he had long hair and an earring and wore a leather jacket oh man craziness um well anyway he was an artist and he had a, a piece of artwork that was called the spirit of columbus and then afterwards um because they were trying to sell more of them alex started calling him the spirit of blank james the spirit of blank now what you want to know about this Rolando is every week james is the spirit of something the spirit of something and we always write the spirit of blank. So I just had to throw that out to you that it was the spirit of blank. Last thing, <laughs> I'm getting home from work. And of course, there's a lot of traffic. The car in front of me let five cars in. What kind of bullshit is that? It is one and then you go. It is one and then he goes. You don't let five in at once. And then I missed yet another green light. The hell with that. Back to you, James. Man. You have more happen in a week than I do in two months. <laughs> For real. <laughs> All the time. Uh, that's it. You need to stay home a little more often. This shit happens here. 430. <laughs> I know it. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you're about as red you're about as pink as your shirt right now for sure yeah yeah all right that's right <laughs> um by the way it is october breast for cancer awareness month get your shirt over at angrylemonade.net nice right, I, I know we're kind of pressed for time can we go ahead and knock out these matches right, okay. <laughs> well i mean i know we're sitting in this car i don't want to sit in this car for the two hours you know that we had him for as long as we wanted it i don't know what the problem is we <laughs> I'm on the respectful. Side. you guys are good you guys are good man <laughs> You guys are good. Oh, not <laughs> I guess you don't get to talk, Mike. Sorry. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike, what you got, brother? No, actually, well, I mean, this week, you know, past two weeks or so, they've been talking about the PWI top 10 and everything else. So I was just curious, and I was looking up, and I looked up the PWI top 10 from 20 years ago, 1993. So I was just going to give you all the list about that one. Tell me what you think. So in 93, number 10 was Scott Steiner. Mm. Number nine was Kurt Henning. All right. Number 10 was Rick Rude. That's number eight. No, he's 
Oh, yeah. 37 number, 10, Scott Steiner. Sorry, sorry. Number eight was Rick Rude. Number seven was Lex Luger. Six was Rick Flair. Number five was Yokozuna. Four, Sting. Three was Shawn Michaels. Number two was Big Van Vader. Number one Yonder. was Bret Hart. Number one was Bret Hart. That's what well, he was the only one not on the list, and it was 1993. <laughs> How does Luger get on there before Kurt Henning? Well, <laughs> Kurt Henning was Kurt Henning didn't win a championship uh, in that year. I don't it know. It doesn't matter. He can walk out to the ring, and he's already better than Lex Luger. <laughs> I agree. I mean, but it's just crazy how times are from back then to now. Like back then, yes. they were, I mean, they were actually wrestlers and stuff like that. They were up there on the top 10. Did you know back Jeff Jarrett didn't make we the have a current wrestler on? <laughs> I will say, uh, yeah. Scott Steiner with the, uh, you know, the mullet thing, that's a bold statement, huh? Yeah. That, and uh, Scott Steiner, uh, not Scott, Rick Steiner was 16. So I think, like, personally, myself, Rick Steiner was a better wrestler than Scott was. Uh huh. Oh, 16. Oh. Number 16. Like 16 <laughs> yeah. years old. <laughs> like Scott, like 12. Yeah, like wait, he's ranked number 10. I'm older than Rick Steiner? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's all I got. I was just looking up some stuff and figured, throw that out there. Sounds fun, Mike. Thanks, man. <laughs> I Different time. And what better way to watch wrestling and talk about wrestling than some food? So, Mike, what you got on Mike's Meat Minute this week? Well, I did this, I guess, I don't know if it's for James or for our, our special guests, but it is football season. We do like to have some tailgates and some parties and everything else. So I'm going with another finger food today. I'm going to go with some mini pizzas. Get it, James? Yeah, hey, I, I, I get you. I can't wait to hear the instructions are unwrap the package, put it in the microwave. No, <laughs> these are those called hot pockets. No, these ones are homemade. Bagel bites. They're homemade. Homemade. So, what you need is get some pizza dough and you roll it out. And you get you like a little sauce lid, like uh, maybe a mason jar or a spaghetti jar or something like that. Get you one of those lids and you want to. Cut it up with that. That right there is going to be your little mini pizza. Hmm. So you do that with the dough. You want to add you some pizza sauce, some mozzarella cheese, and any kind of toppings you want on there. You throw it in the oven for 400 degrees, about 10 minutes until the cheese is done. You pull them out, and you got little sandwich-sized pizzas. Good little snacks and good little finger food type things you can have. You can have anything you want on it. Little mini pizzas. Nice. Okay, Fantastic. <laughs> Just mini pizzas. Uh-huh. Yeah. And some ranch from out down on Sunday. Yeah. It's like those little bagel bites only better. <laughs> True. All right. I think it's match time, James. It sure shit is. And uh <laughs> what match is that? Well, I'm glad you asked. It is Tyler Franks versus Rolando Perez. Huh. Uh, oh, from okay. New Level Pro Act Two, The Crowning. 
It uh, took place November 4th, 2022 at the Jacksonville Public Square in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Alabama. And I forgot to write down the match. Nice. So I think we're doing this watch along <laughs> style. Yeah, Brian, you still around, pal? Why not a producer? <laughs> there we go. There it is. Hey! hey! And there's Brad. Hey, Brad. <laughs> hey, everybody. James. Okay, here we go. Here we go. One, one ball. ball. Introducing first. He's standing backwards. Where's the hard cam? Professional podcast. <laughs> here we go. Oh, Thank you, boy. Thank you, boy. We're actually team meeting right now at KFW, actually. Wrestling uh, Ricky Morton and Kerry Morton at Black Harvest in a few weeks. Awesome. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, the ring is right there on the edge of the damn road, ain't it? Uh, yeah, it was in the it was in the square. It was right in the middle of uh, downtown. I love this uh, environment. Had, had I know exactly where that is. This was a fun. This was a fun show. It looks fun. I love the. Uh... Like the, just the sit outside and watch middle of town, you know, just, I don't know. Just looks like something I'd walk up to. All right, here I am. Now this, ah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> kind of sounds like Swerve's entrance, huh? Look at that stud. A chain and a bow tie. I like it. Thank you, thank you. That beard is on point. Actually, grew mine. It always is, baby. Dude, we had the chick thriller or whatever, you know. So. But, you know, it looks skanky. I look homeless. <laughs> so, I'm probably going to shave it after we're done. <laughs> you are definitely committed to the character. I'll give you that. But is it a character or are you really like a jackass in real life? Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Wait and see. We'll meet someday. I'll run away. Don't, don't worry. I'm pretty fast. Fast. Pretty fast. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so I'll, I'll <laughs> I will say you. Uh, you sell. Look at me. Look at tan. Tan right here. What is it with wrestlers and tan? What is that? Because they swear that like. Makes <laughs> you look better. A man who says. The man. The man okay. of New Level Pro. No, that is forever oh, champion. Hold on, Tyler Frank's just spitting his ass. Oh, oh, turn the commentary on. Yeah, because he's a classy oh. man, Miss Faith. Tyler Frank's is a classy man. Oh. See that? Listen, I don't know what happened to you. You used to be a very nice young man. Hey, who said I wasn't nice, Miss Faith? Did you just see the first match? I didn't do like anything. Oh, come on. I was Listen, chilling. Listen, we're gonna come back to that. Look at this match. Oh man, see. Okay. That's the power of Tyler Franks right there, Miss Faith. 
right there. Yeah, that hurt. Chops always hurt. They, they never Tyler good. Franks, Rolando Perez. Yeah. Rolando, who recently got a pin on Matt Cardona. Somehow, some way. Uh, two pins, actually. <laughs> Hold on, Franks. Oh, oh yeah. Stomp of the hand. That's what I like to see right there. That's what you take like it to see? To, Take it to Rolando. He deserves Franks it. He deserves it. it. He's, He's evil. It. He is oh. evil. Wrestling him was so easy. No. Oh, man. Some fast-paced offense here with Rolando and Tyler. Oh! Selling for me like a champ. That's right, Tyler. Show like him who's boss. Star. No! Transition. Oh, wow. Commentary. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't like this. on fire. And Faye dated you before, Rolando? That's what she says. She what? Look at that. Rolando having fun at the expense of Tyler Franks. Look at this clown, Rolando. This clown. I'm sorry, brother. I couldn't really hear you over the commentary. All right. We're working on it. Go oh, re-ask it. We're good. We're good on my end. Okay. All right. Well, what was that, man? I'm sorry. Uh, Miss Face said that y'all were engaged. True or false? Work, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I was supposed to marry Miss Faith one time. Yeah, that fell through, unfortunately. <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> I love chopping people too. Makes me feel tough. Makes you feel tough. Did Faye ever call you? What about getting chopped? Right. For some reason, I love it. It hurts, but I love it. I love the sound of it, and people always react to it. So, when they're good, anyway. This is a really good match. Um, you guys have a lot of great chemistry here. Thank you. You do a really good job of selling. I'll give you that. You make us feel like we're there with you in pain <laughs> while you get your ass beat. <laughs> you ever been hit by a kendo stick? Yes. Yes, I have. I heard Seven it doesn't times. hurt at all. Is that true? What's up? It doesn't hurt at all, I'm told. Uh, it actually hurts pretty bad. They will God. Like, kendos, I would rather get hit in the head with a chair than take a kendo stick to the pack. Wow. Brandy Toon told me he'd rather be dropped on tax than be hit by a uh, kendo stick. Chairs aren't that bad. I, I never thought chairs are that bad. I've never been hey, slammed on tax. I've yet hey, Brian, if you'll let me, if you'll let me share with. the screen, I'll do the match. Uh -oh. I, I, we couldn't hear nothing, so I want to share it real quick. Looks like we got some editing ahead of us, huh? It was uh, golden on my <laughs> end. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hear anything Rolando was saying. Oh, no, you're good. Let's see here. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how far we got in the other one. No, that's all right. Um, there it is. That's what I was talking about before with the posing. 
<laughs> actually stopping them. And you know, you you would fit right in with uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, yeah. and only uh, six guns. Thanks, thanks. That would be awesome someday. Oh cool. boy, howdy! Yeah, that'd be a good piss break match. I'll tell you that much. Oh, oh thanks. <laughs> oh, a little bit of Daniel, uh, Daniel Garcia right there. <laughs> this is the Bronco Buster, classic, classic move. X Pac, Rey Mysterio. You ever give the stink face or no? No, not, not yet. I thought about it. I think. I was wrestling a uh, I was wrestling a kid at New South a few weeks ago, and someone dared me to do a stink face, and I was gonna do it, but I, for some reason I just forgot. I just forgot about it. Was, was that you and Brennan? I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> that was me and Brennan. I got a strange question here. What was the temperature this night? Were you warm? Uh yeah. Uh, this was November. I think it was pretty, pretty lukewarm. It wasn't that hot. It felt pretty good outside. It looks great. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a great night to wrestle. So I like and, at the beginning of the match, you know, the sun's kind of setting, and then now we're getting to like, you know, that dusk area. It's a, it's a good view for sure. God, this was a fun match. Me and Franks have so much chemistry. I've known Franks for years. I remember I met Franks when he was just setting up the ring. Him and Hunter were just setting up the ring in New South. They had never taken any bumps. I've been with them since day one, man. They've been my so a couple of my best friends, and I love them to death. In real life, but yeah, that's now why I went so He's now the New South Heavyweight Champion. I know. I'm excited. Face Braden Tune. I can't wait to see where that goes. The things that they're doing, the Heartbreak Killers and all that, having uh, Brogan and uh, Rico come in too. A couple of great young talents, and hopefully, I get to square up with them soon. That's a, that'd be a dream of mine. What about Brogan getting uh, the tryout? That's dope. I mean, I mean, dudes, the dude's a natural. So, you know, that was going to happen. You know, that was going to happen, man. Uh, and dude, he's going to, he's going to rock it. Cause I, I've never wrestled him, but I've watched several of his matches and he always knocks it out of the park every time I thought. Super fun to hang out with too. Pretty chill guy. So Rolanda, what like I was saying, cool. and we couldn't hear uh, because of the, the noise, but uh, mm -hmm. was that uh, Faye on the announce team said that she uh, used to date you. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't exactly date her. I was trying to swoon her over to me, but she just wasn't. She just wasn't. Not all the ladies are into Rolando. I had to. I got humbled real quick. No, yeah, she, she knew Rolando. once. Once she gave it a shot, she knew she'd be hooked. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. See where it goes. I have a, I need to talk to Miss Faith. She's a sweet lady. <laughs> Yeah, she puts you over big time in this match. She has a lot of good things to say. Well, Hunter Drake has nothing good to say. Yeah, he shits all over you on this match. And then she uh she's actually on your side. She was even clapping along with the crowd and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of something else here. You're playing a baby face uh, in this match. What? Uh and in the other match, you're a heel. <laughs> you're a heel. And mm -hmm. but you're the exact same character. Now I know someone else that was that way, and that was a Mr. Eddie Guerrero. Is that one of your inspirations? Yeah, for sure, dude. Like when I was hot tamale, I would come out in long tights with with flames, like Eddie and the mullet. That's literally where I got the idea from. Was Eddie Guerrero? And I remember when I went to the barber, I I showed her a picture of Eddie Guerrero, and I was like, I want it like this. So yeah, of course, Eddie was a big inspiration for me. 
Well, there's just so few guys that are able to do that. They could be the exact same character and be heel and babyface. Another one would be maybe Macho Man. Um, but you do a good job of pulling it off because here they're cheering for you. The other, the other match we're going to watch later, they're not. Thank you, man. I think they're both babyfacing the other one. Maybe, maybe so. I think you and Vinny both were facing that match. Maybe I just watched too many uh, Rolando, Rolando Perez matches lately, and I'm getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> I spent my last Friday uh, Rolando uh, Perez uh, train. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you learned something. <laughs> oh shit! They, they bill you from a uh, Miami, Oklahoma. Is that uh, is that factual? They bill me. Uh, yes, in NWA they bill me from Miami, Oklahoma. So I believe that's where Rush is from in real life. And apparently there's a Miami, Oklahoma, so that that's where they announced me from. <laughs> I think there's a Miami in like 18 states. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I think I mean that's an exaggeration, but I know there's Miami, Ohio, Miami, Oklahoma, Miami, Florida, Texas. Yeah, the Miami, Texas. There's Miami's in like five or six different states. So when I tell people from Miami, I'm from Miami, which Miami? <laughs> <laughs> It's weird seeing this referee with white shoes. I've never seen that before. Oh, Cowboy Troy. Oh, my gosh. God, that's a 17-year veteran, brother. Put some respect on his name. I love Cowboy Troy. God, I remember uh, he was a, a referee for one of my first ever out, out of – it was not like out-of-state booking, but one of my first – Oh, two count. Uh, uh, Mr. Perez is frozen, for those of you at home that uh, didn't hear anything there. Uh, uh, shows out of for, of training, because I was originally trained by Mickey Hendricks. Can you guys hear me now? Uh, you yeah. were originally trained yeah, by who? Uh, Mickey yeah, Henry. Oh, God, don't, don't admit that. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I love admitting it, because it's... <laughs> It, it shows, like, I started literally from the very bottom. Right there, that's Boaz, for people who don't know. That's Boaz, Alabama. Boaz, every Saturday night, 431 Sports Arena, baby. $3. Me and, Cabetta, me and Cabetta, man, did a lot of wrestling in that building. <laughs> me too. Me too, man. I me, God, I remember me. every week I would wrestle, like, twice a night. I would do, like, a singles match earlier with some guy – and then we would have a tag match later against with another babyface against his partner. Started out as babyface. I was not a heel for like the first year I was wrestling. I remember back then people in that locker room didn't think I could be a heel because I was so small and innocent looking apparently. And so I was like, you know what? Nah, I don't agree with you. So I remember leaving and tried being a heel at Pro South. I actually did a character called Daniel Devon before the hot tamale. It was like a prototype hot tamale in a sense. I remember I, I came out on like a fedora, uh, a cheetah scarf. Um, I came out to applause by Lady Gaga because um, <laughs> I wanted to do this sexy boy gimmick because I had known a wrestler from Boaz who I hold dear to me. He's my first mentor. Michael Pleasing? Have you guys ever heard oh, of Michael? God. Oh, my God, dude. Her you talking about a man. damn good man and a Very great wrestler man. for a big guy? Michael Pleasing dude. was... Oh, God, I can't... There's not enough words in, in English language to say how nice of a guy he is. Well, dude, he's got I, the right last name. 
I strive to be like that man every day, every day. Because uh, he did, he pulled off the sexy guy gimmick so well, even though he was an older man and he was obviously out of shape, but he just pulled it off so well. And after he passed away, I wanted to kind of carry his name or like carry his legacy in a way. So I was like, I'll do the same gimmick he did and see That's where awesome, it goes. Man. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's a very deep part of Rolando. I don't really tell many people about. So you guys are, you guys should feel honored. <laughs> I've, I had a couple of matches on Michael Pleasing. Really? One of my last matches was in Boaz. Huh? He's so easy. He's so easy. Oh man, it's when if you just walk by him, you wouldn't know he's a wrestler. But when he's in the ring, you're like, man, he was born for this. He gets it. He got it. He definitely got it. Great man. I'm, I think about him every day. Just about. That's awesome, and I did not know that. That's awesome. And then eventually that that became hot tamale because of I'm Hispanic, and uh, I remember Charles Sanders kind of uh, made a joke where he said he was like, you "Should call yourself hot tamale," and uh, Donnie Primetime and the mongrel Britt Jackson, uh, they were like, "Make that be that be the hot tamale, be the hot tamale, be the sexy boy Hispanic." Three. And it worked out. There it is. The big win. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was winning. I'm Rolando. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, how many times did you wrestle J-Rod and Boaz? I don't think I've ever met him. I don't think I've, I knew I know him. I've never heard that name before. He was a he was a redhead, skinny guy, and talked all the time. Sounds like trouble. Real skinny and... <laughs> mm. I remember I wrestled uh back back during that time I wrestled the promoter of this show a lot Cal and Jay and his uncle the Mob. Um, I wrestled those two like every week. Another guy by the name of Rockstar Cody Wild. I would literally wrestle the same people every week. And uh, I remember That's me and Cody school. Wild, me for real. Me and Cody Wild were like in this feud for the cruiserweight title, and I would win it one week and then. Then the next week, all of a sudden, he was champion again. <laughs> and how do you explain that? So Mickey Henry would just get on the microphone and say, oh, he, he beat him in a show in Mississippi. He won his title back. Let's see if Rolando can get it done tonight, get his championship back. Does, just, does or, it or sound Daniel. familiar? Go, Rolando, go. At the, go, the time, it was, it was go, Daniel, go. Go, oh, Daniel, God. go. I mean, hey. It, I mean, say what you say about it. It worked. It worked for those people. I man. mean, I learned a lot. I mean, I can't. I mean, I, I bust balls with everybody with Ed Boaz. <laughs> but that's probably where I did the majority of my wrestling with Cabana Man was with mm -hmm. him. And I was actually partners with Mickey Henry's son before his son passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, Rolanda, before, before we move on, I will say this. Your, your biggest heel moment to me. Was when you faced Kenzie uh, for the champ when she faced you when you were the champion of New South. Mm -hmm. You came out with this is where this all stemmed. This is where it all started with James. Honest to God, <laughs> <laughs> this is where this this whole uh, James problem with you started was that match uh, when you came out. It was just so unique and you were just so unlikable, which is what you're supposed to do. I get it, but anyway, <laughs> I just had to mention that before we move on because <laughs> we didn't man. talk much about you and Kenzie, but. That was a great I do want to ask one match about the question or one question about the match that we just covered. <laughs> okay. Since uh, I we didn't really talk question. about it too much. Um, <laughs> your finisher is one of my favorite things. You finished Thank off you. Tyler Franks with a big boot. 
Who inspired you to do that? Is it a late great test? I, I, it was actually Medusa who pitched the finish to me. Friend of the Med- show. Friend of the show. <laughs> but yeah, it was a uh, Medusa that pitched it to me, and I just ran with it. Everything that, every idea that's presented to me, or they think that works for me, is I trust them. They've been to the big time, and so I just run with everything they give me. I'll just make this my thing. I'll just run with it. And well, I so love far, it because so far yeah, you're, just, you're not the biggest man out there, but you get them down what? on one knee, and then you can hit them with that big boot perfectly square on the chin. It's great. It's, <laughs> Thank it's you, good. man. Thank you. It's a little. I think. I guess it's a little inside joke because of my height, but I want to call it the bigger boot. What do you think I of that? See, I the did see online. There we go. The biggest. I did see online they have you listed as five eight as well. Five, so I eight. get it. Yeah, that is a lie. <laughs> I'm actually a uh, five nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, uh, but shoot, but shoot, I'm like five one, five yeah. one, 125 pounds. Yes. I. All right. You got to own it. You, you got to absolutely it. have to own Definitely it. Definitely do. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't change it. Like I can't like take a you pill and I'll can't. be <laughs> magically taller. You know, so you just got to carry the swag you got. You got to carry your swag. I'll give a crap. You know, the only other man that I've really seen at the professional level your size is Marco Stunt. Have you guys ever crossed paths? I've never wrestled Marco Stunt, but yes, we have crossed paths a few times. He was actually first time I ever met Marco Stunt. I think was in 2017. I uh, I rode with Michael Pleasing to a show in Columbia, Tennessee, called Mayhem, and he was there. He was working the show. And I remember I, he's he's even smaller than me. Like he looks like a kid. Like he like with me. I at least I was blessed with facial hair and a, a manly <laughs> appearance. But I thought he was a boy. <laughs> I thought he was a kid. Like for real. Like that's a shoe. I thought he was a kid. And, but then I saw his match and I was like, whoa, dude, this guy, like he can go. And at that point, I knew he was going to be something special. And I know right now he's not wrestling. I think uh, I'm not sure what he's doing, but whatever he's doing, I know that the universe always works out and he'll be good. You know, he's a great dude. I wrestled his brother. I wrestled his brother, Logan, before. Uh, We had a great match. A couple of good guys. A couple of good guys, in my opinion. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, James. Moving on, right? We are moving on. It looks like we're moving on to uh, Devin. So welcome back to your show. Glad you could join us this week. Uh, <laughs> missed. Some would say we missed you last week, and I wouldn't be one of them. But uh, now that you're back, I guess, uh, you know, go ahead. What you got for us this week? Yeah, Let's go Niners. Well, I'm glad to be back. I was off with family last week. I'm sorry I missed you, Ben Jones. You're one of my good buddies online, so it would have been great to talk to you in person. But. Uh, so, my topic this week. So, there's only like three months left here in 2023. But there's still a lot of movies going to be released that are pretty big names. So, I just want to know if you guys have seen any of the trailers for any of them. Or if you're excited for any of them so far. So On I December got, uh... 25th, I'm seeing the Iron Claw, if they're going to name that. <laughs> Alright, nice. Hey, my, my well, boy, I have Brady. Fun. My boy Brady's yeah. in that movie. 
That's gonna that be is awesome. one of them that I was going to talk about. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, any you guys, anyone else excited to see that? Oh, yeah. Savon Harris, man. man. I'm from Texas. Thrill Billy, baby. Thrill Billy. Yes. <laughs> I just love seeing wrestling get like mainstream attention. So, that's cool. I'm excited really? for that. I still don't see how the guy from Shameless is going to play Kerry Von Eric, though. <laughs> I mean, there's a big size difference there. A big, <laughs> big size difference there. He's built, but come on, man. Kerry Von Eric was in a six foot something, right? Oh, yeah. But so. We'll see. We'll see. I'm a it's big cool fan. Seeing of it. a, a big name actor like Zach Efron in it, too. Yeah. I think that's really man. cool. He looks he tremendous. Got yeah. He got hey, Gosh. Must be nice to have that Hollywood money. (laughs) Let's all keep in mind, though, it's going to be a sad movie. Oh, yeah. Why? What happens? Not a happy ending, for sure. I don't know. All right, something that's not sad, though, is Good Burger 2. Yes, I'm definitely watching that. With Keenan and Cal, I'm excited for Good Burger 2. Oh. Come on. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies growing up, to be honest. Yeah, 20 years ago. That's all the time, man. I used to love that movie, too. Welcome <laughs> to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? They're in their 50s or 40s, whatever. It's What, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'll see it. I like them. Yeah, drink a little bit, smoke, whatever you got to do. Sit Sounds back like and enjoy that. Regular night for you, It'll huh? be fun. <laughs> But if you're feeling like being a little scared, well, Saw X is coming out. I don't know right. if any of you guys have saw any of the previous Saws or if you're excited for this one at all, but I'm probably going to watch it. I've seen some. <laughs> Never been a horror guy myself, honestly. A produced guy's already there right now watching it. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I got two more. All right. The kids one on the list. I think it's the fourth movie of this one. But Trolls Band Together's. There's four of those? <laughs> and it's during yeah. the reunion of InSync. Boy, you can tell you're engaged about to be married, brother. I'm telling you. There's that. four of those? When was when did three and two come out? <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the fourth one. <laughs> Is it straight to video? And that's not a thing anymore. Straight to stream? (laughs) Right. Nope. Going to the theaters. Oh. And last. I better get caught up then. Last but not least on my list. I'm not sure what number this one is, but there's been what feels like a handful of them. Hunger Games. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Hmm. Great name. That's like four. Nothing like a good songbird and snake. That sounds interesting. Have any of you guys read the books or watched the previous movies? Nope. My what? daughters have. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. Hungry. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry old. right now. Does that mean anything? Rolando, I'm <laughs> old, man. I'm old. I have kids as old as you. Not really, but. <laughs> yeah, really. 19 is not. He's not 19. <laughs> <laughs> we'd ask uh, Adam your age, but we'd get seven answers and we just have to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Adam told us Braden Toon was 30, so. <laughs> Braden Toon is not 30. <laughs> I told him 25, and I just went with it when they kept asking. He looks 30, but he's like 19. <laughs> there he is. Starts here. Right? 
We'll be in the fucking video package <laughs> for the match. Orlando, he calls me sir every time, like 60 oh, times. I'm like, oh, my too God. Polite. Yeah, too polite. Too polite. I'm trying to have a good time here, sir. <laughs> well, sir, if you're done, I'm done with my segment, so I'm going to swing it back over to you, James. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to play uh, Hot Potato, and I'm just going to go pass it on down to Adam. So, uh, you know, let me count the ways this one's going to go. So, Adam, go ahead. All right, so as we're recording... <laughs> There's a big thing in Huntsville coming up. It's called the Camicon. Yes. And it's it's a big anime convention. And it's gonna be my first one going I've ever been to. First time I've been to any kind of Comic Con, Camicon, any of it. And I'm looking at some of these people and I don't know any of it. So I'm gonna be totally lost, but I'm really looking forward to going to this. Same brother. I don't really know who they are either. <laughs> I watched I watched one anime and it was Attack on Titan. It was awesome though. I love that show. But that's the only anime I've watched. I love kaiju stuff. So anything with big monsters I'm into. They're they're doing like um they're doing like different card games they're doing Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon, uh Yu-Gi-Oh. Um They're doing all kind of stuff, man. It, it's insane. Hmm. What all they're doing? Uh, they're even having mature party games for oh, ages yeah. eighteen and up. Hey, oh. Okay, oh, Friday man. night and Saturday night. Oh, Rolando's gonna have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get all oiled up for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one time I had that referee rub baby oil on me before hey, I. Oh. I haven't done that yet. A lot of people take his. Yeah. Take his uh, uh, shirt or something off, or hold his chain. I didn't oil him up yet. It was Cowboy Troy. I had him uh, rub baby oil on me <laughs> in the ring before I wrestled uh, Preston Vance in AEW because <laughs> he's a big body guy. And at that time, I was I was uh, pretty husky, so <laughs> I put baby oil on and flexed like I was a bodybuilder. And then he beat me in like ten seconds. It was hilarious. He's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just gonna be a, just a big weekend at the Von Braun Center in Huntsville. Um, so that's, I'm just looking forward to that. New mm -hmm. South has two shows Friday night, Saturday night. But um, and I know I know Orlando's got a couple of matches coming up, so it's this is gonna be it's gonna be interesting to be a part of it. I'm definitely gonna be avoiding the swirlies that Rolando's gonna be giving out. Oh, you're first on the list. If James were there, he'd be first. Better well, you better get help picking me up. That's all I gotta say. Oh, I don't need. I got. I got all the help I need right here, baby. I can lift mountains with these guns. <laughs> Pack a lunch. You'll need it. Oh, brother! I eat six meals a day right now. I pack my lunches every day. <laughs> every day. And you're my next one. That's better what James has been packing here lately. Hey, I'm just kidding. Yeah. All tip, no shaft. What's up, ladies? <laughs> the thunder thimble, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we know each other pretty good here, huh? <laughs> I think I'm going to pass it off after that one. I can't, I can't do better than that. Oh, man. I'm done. I can't do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Adam. Uh, and I guess, guess it's my turn to uh, try and top that. Uh, as uh, the outline reads... 
the spirit of being face to face with your nemesis. <laughs> oh, uh, the guys decided to pull a fast one on old James and get old pretty boy Floyd on the show for us today. Uh, I will say, you know, you do a good job of portraying the gimmick because the first time I saw you, I was like, well, look at this jackass. And then it just kind of stuck in the, you know, the hair, the chain, the bow tie, pretty much, uh, you know, the vest, maybe no vest, maybe ridiculous jacket <laughs> and all that <laughs> stuff. So uh, you do a very uh, good job uh, committing to, is it a character? Huh? Oh, wrestling. It is. It's a character. <laughs> my shadow. I like to think of it as my shadow. You cast a shadow? <laughs> I cast a big shadow, buddy. Hey. Very big shadow. The biggest shadow. With the biggest, biggest boot. Yes, sir. The bigger boot. <laughs> it's coming for you, James. <laughs> your face, I mean, whenever you're ready, I'll be nowhere near. <laughs> so, <yeah>. oh. <laughs> Go ahead and book it. Card subject to change. <laughs> I had no, to oh, I missed my flight, damn it. <laughs> Travel issues. You know how those airplanes go. Just, uh, yeah. you know. If we wrestle in Alabama, you're definitely going under, brother. I don't I do not do the jobs in Bama. <laughs> <laughs> so many jokes. So many jokes, right? Hell. <laughs> Maybe we can book something. Maybe I'll get all the uh, old dump on the line and be like, hey, you don't know me, <laughs> but, uh, and I am not trained. <laughs> I'll sign a waiver if that needs it. <laughs> I need a few lessons. In the ring. Uh, is that a promise? Oh, it's a promise. Rolando never lies. Well, that's a lie. You, you know, call yourself a sexy boy. Oh, hmm. Hmm. Well, that is, that is of course, uh, subject to opinion. Uh, fair. If I, believe it, if I believe it, they believe it. I've seen it. Because like if, if you we actually out, if you come out portraying a jackass and yeah I do believe it that that's a very good point <laughs> I uh, definitely definitely uh, heal in my book <laughs> every time I see it like hey I'd pay money to watch somebody beat him up so you know that you're doing good on that I I appreciate it but uh yeah you know pumped you on the show just couldn't couldn't hold my excitement all week when I found out the news <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> he had no idea until I sent him the video you made for me. He had no idea. I said, hey, James. He said, hey, Adam. And I sent him the video. He said, you son of a bitch. <laughs> for real. That was, uh, I was like, well, here we go. All this talking <laughs> done caught up to me. <laughs> well, truly, I, it's been an honor getting to know you guys. And I've had a pleasure of, of telling you a little bit about my story. So it's been fun, guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And see, Brad... That is the spirit of being face to face with your nemesis. You know, we were face to face with you once, Rolando. <laughs> and I didn't say um, a damn word. <laughs> we, were in, uh, we were in uh, we were in the Von Braun Center mm -hmm. uh, for the GCW versus uh, New South show, and uh, we went up to Braden Tune, saw you there, and because I was with James, I pretended like I didn't. Thanks, James. <laughs> 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 well, you know, I didn't want to wreck a good time at that Von Braun Center, so I just, you know. Kept it cordial because we were in public. Right. But there was a rain. That and it you, was. And the amount of 
gussets and fucking thumbtacks and kindle sticks i was not gonna get anywhere near that <laughs> by the way mike took home one of those gussets yeah he got really? one of those huge gussets but all I right well so what do we got next james you know what else i dig our second match oh <laughs> boy howdy can't wait to talk about this one some would say it'll be like me watching it for the first time but what match <laughs> is that it is Rolando Perez versus Vinny Pacifico from New South uh, Action Clash episode 89. Took place at the Mort Glosser Amphitheater in Gadsden, Alabama. And what date? Well, October 15th, 2022. That was my sister's birthday. Damn, such a family man wrestling on your <laughs> sister's birthday. Hey, they came to the show. They were here this night. Did you make why, is it so, why is it so dark? Did you make them pay? Or did you it's, them an outdoor, it's an outdoor show. Well, those were outdoor, huh? <laughs> yeah, this amphitheater is like, well, I don't think it's even there anymore. But I didn't get to go to this show because I was out of town for something. <laughs> it was what was the date again, James? October 15th. Where the hell were you, Adam? Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember me and Dan were talking about it. I didn't get a chance to go to this one. This was a cool show. We um, I I, I watched this match and I kind of suggested it to the guys because we're also Vinny Pacifico fans as well. Um, you guys had some good chemistry here. What did you think? Oh, dude, I like this match. I remember uh, I had wrestled Vinny before. <laughs> this we were already this very familiar. Here we go. Got to get him into it. But me and uh, Vinny had wrestled uh, a few months earlier when I was the champion. He was uh, one of my defenses I had. Uh, I don't know why this match has never aired anywhere, but we wrestled at the YMCA in Gadsden. We had a fun match. And so we knew each other from there. And um, I remember he was very excited to wrestle me. He was like, I remember we're going to have a banger. We're going to have a banger. <laughs> he was so excited for it. I remember we went out there, and we had a banger. And I was very happy that I gave that to him. That's what he wanted. That's what we, That's what I gave him. I see you're both working on body parts in this match. Do you like uh, do you like that style of wrestling? Uh, wearing them down like that? Yeah, yeah. Rolando has to. It makes sense. Makes sense for me because every opponent I, I'm in the ring against, I have to. They're always bigger than me. Always bigger oh. than me. So I always have to find ways to chop everybody down. In a way. So yes, I I love that style. I especially like working the legs. But I don't think I do in this match because Vinny is a similar size to me, obviously a lot beefier. But, mm -hmm. you know, Rolando's got the tenacity of a bulldog. So I got this one in the bag. Oh, yeah, James here we was, go. There it is. James, James <laughs> yeah. is talking shit on you, by the way, uh, to AJ Kazana. And AJ, oh. is, AJ almost came through the computer to beat the hell out of James about it. So uh, <laughs> just wanted to let you know about that. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. We're just gonna keep it going, James. <laughs> AJ's cool, man. I love AJ. Yeah, great. I had a great time with him on the show. You know, maybe yeah, maybe this will live up to it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Spectaculars had a great tag match against uh him and Anthony Andrews when they're US tag champs. Thank you, thank you. That was a fun match. I feel like you're being more of a showman in this match than you were in the last match early. Um so that's why I was saying maybe you were more of a heel in this match, even though the, the shaking hands thing happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just go out there and be me. I think 
the to let the audience know what you are, I think you have to, as a heel, you let out all your aggression and all your anger on them. But as a baby face, you do it to your opponent. And that's a way to let them know, you know, psychologically who to cheer for and who not to. There it and is. I, so I just play the same character, but I direct my anger and aggression towards the crowd if I'm a heel as a baby face. I just I channel that aggression towards them. And I let the crowd know by doing the little dance, you know, at the right time. I let them know that I'm a good guy. I don't know. It, it, it's weird. I just be me. And they like me. So I saw a match with Pacifico and uh, Wardlow on an AEW dark. And I think it went about as well as you and Preston Vance. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, Wardlow. That's a nice guy. I like Wardlow. I, the shot I did with AEW, my first shot with them. I wrestled Wardlow. <laughs> yeah, that was my first match with them. It's uh, it's on YouTube on one of the darks from no like a while ago. But I remember <laughs> in that match when he pulled when he pulled me down for the power bomb, my pants come my pants come down a little bit, and my little tamale comes out. <laughs> oh. Thank God, jalapeno popper. <laughs> yeah, thank God with the power of TV editing, they got to edit the shot where you can't see it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Never That's, know what's going to be said, huh? <laughs> you never know. That, that really happened. But, hey, they said I did a good job, but my penis came out. <laughs> <laughs> what did Wardlow have to say about that? <laughs> Do what? What did Wardlow have to say about that? Uh, <laughs> he, the power about he just laughed about it. At least it didn't happen during your Bronco Buster. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, I, I think I would have won by knockout by that point. <laughs> hey, there it is. <laughs> uh, getting back to the match. Oh, yeah, Just a few seconds that ago. Good. That was good. Vinny's got the upper hand on me here. Oh, yeah, just a few seconds Vinny. ago, your bow tie fell off. Is it challenging wrestling in that bow tie? Yes, it is. Sometimes they even fall off on TV, but you just got to go with it. Like, all right, it falls off. Just got to forget about it. <laughs> It's a risk. It's definitely a risk wearing that bow tie. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, took Big me down. Close line. Big clothesline. It looked painful. Last way to cut your opponent back down. Okay. Big. Oh. oh Big body are slam. You, are you cognizant? That's a good transition. Like, I got to sell. I got to sell and keep my facials going, keep all this stuff. Or is it just like a natural thing now? Or do you constantly think like, Okay, keep keep grimacing, keep selling, keep doing this, or do you just like do it natural? A few years ago, I, I thought about it a lot, but honestly, now I've been doing this. Uh, March it'll be eight years, and now I've had so many matches. Like literally, it just comes natural to me now. Really, it does. But you just got to take that moment to breathe, <sighs> because when you're wrestling, you think of it as a shoot first. Then it'll work later. So I'm thinking, okay, if I really got slammed here, what would that really feel like? You know? Yeah. So, like the point I made earlier, if you believe it, they believe it. Very true. I don't want to be choked. <laughs> oh, I love being choked, baby. <laughs> you find out at the 18 plus. Yeah. Adam was talking about. <laughs> Speaking of, did we ask you who your favorite referee was in New South? Cowboy Troy. 
No, you did not. <laughs> Cowboy Troy, man. Dude, uh-huh. he's, they they mean currently for New South. <laughs> oh, right now for New South. Uh, That's in the area uh, talking to you right now. <laughs> that might be uh, part of the kickoff. <laughs> what was his name again? Patrick O'Malley. <laughs> Why is your favorite referee Jared Fritz? He's a friend of the show. <laughs> oh, Jared's awesome. He's a good guy. Yeah. He, don't know he how needs to count some work. <laughs> he doesn't know how to count to three, brother. <laughs> uh, it's only because of a uh, negative lead. That's the only reason why I did that. Man, I don't know what happened with all that. Um, I know it was dumb saying something in your ear, go for something. Oh, he was screaming, tell him to do a DDT. I'm uh, trying to count to three. Uh... I'm telling him I was playing it off like, don't pay me. Man, Vinny looks pissed off. Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. The showman's oh, again. The dancing. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we're fine. Yes, go ahead. And here we go. The camera got right in there. I think I, I did. I cut out for a second. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, you're no, good. We're just fine. watching you I give mean, uh, oh, okay. Buster with his mouth wide open. Oh, <laughs> I thought that I cut out, but honestly, man, like with the whole referee, like not count to three, you just got to move past it. You just got to move past it and live another day, you know? Make, you, oh, like, yeah. Look, luckily, it was right at the beginning of me doing it. Dude, you hadn't been doing this, what, like a cup of coffee, right? Like yeah, I just started in July. Yeah, dude, don't don't. And he say hasn't it. shut up since. <laughs> you're you're gonna make mistakes. Like your first couple, your first few years, man. Your first four years. I feel like I I didn't start getting this until like five years in. It's gonna it takes a minute. Is wrestling is a lot harder than you think. It's very hard. Like, see, the wrestling part was actually easier for me than the referee stuff because all that kind of natural. This is a whole different ball game. Oh, yeah, yeah, but in terms of, like, you know, having to do stuff on the fly. Oh, yeah. You know, if you get in a situation where you have to do things on the fly and stuff, like, mistakes are going to happen, you know. It's yeah, all we good. just saw it last week on AEW whenever uh, one referee just stopped counting. Well, oh, I feel bad for him in that situation, but. Oh, yeah, that's on TV. It's on- I, I feel <laughs> like he just, he froze. We have a good friend. Uh, his name is Pondwater Dave. He does some refereeing as well, and he really stuck up for the guy. Nice, nice. Oh, big kick out by Vinny there. Because everybody on X crucified him. Yes, big kick out by Vinny. I think it's time to put Vinny away, huh? I hated that. I hated that. I don't know why I did that whole clap thing. Kind of makes you look desperate in a way. Is that why you do the side slap? That's kind of like a different form of it? Yes, yes. But, like, a lot of times you got to let the crowd naturally get behind you. Because if you feel like they're not in it, you might as well just go home. This was a good match, though. But sometimes crowds are a little weird. I know it's not exactly. I was in New Orleans when this was going on. I went to SmackDown when this was going on. I remember now. (laughs) Oh, great. Thanks. We got to pay off on that one. Um (laughs) I've been sitting there looking for it this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great angle slam. 
also yeah. did not like those forearms I gave. Did not. I wrote that down. Angle slam. <laughs> this is, uh, I know the word snug is not the best word in the world, but you guys seem like you're getting it in pretty good in this match. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how like a lot of smaller guys like it, man. They like to get hit. They like to hit because we are smaller and we got, we got to hit. Cause if you don't, then it just doesn't look as believable, you know? So you always got to lay that stuff in when you're a smaller guy. But uh, I didn't like him because I feel like I should have given him less, less, less punches. Has he been in the, has he been in the business longer than you? Vinny? Yeah. No, I think I've been wrestling longer than him. Because I feel like you're leading the match. And there's the big boot. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I do like to think of myself as a ring general. Yeah, not absolutely. To sound, not to sound overly cocky, but. There it is. I like to think I am. Yeah, that was a good match. And uh, yeah, I definitely felt like you had control of it. I guess just watching so much wrestling now, I pick up on stuff like that. But um, very well done. Thank you, brother. This was a good match. God, my beard was on point at that time, too. It was getting so big and full. I don't know why I trimmed it down so much. No, we need change in our life. (laughs) Right. All All right. right. (laughs) Great match. How'd you guys feel about it? Oh, I love it. Coming around on you, old uh, <laughs> Coming around on you. Hey, if if um if you're impressed with Tom Orlando, you're more welcome to head out, brother. If we're wrapping up, I mean, if I, it's up to you. Okay. Yeah, it is getting kind of late. Yeah, as we've had you for at the gym for some two hours. But I have enjoyed my time, guys, for real. No, dude, it's it's. Thank you so much. I know I've been trying to get you on for a while. I just I hate being in the locker room and be like, "Hey, man, you going to come to my podcast?" I hate doing that because it sounds, you know, it just sounds bad. Try asking someone to buy a car. You know, same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Start off, kind of start off as their. uh, Just be cool with them, you know. Just start off with a natural conversation. Let it flow to that point. But I like people never bother me. Like I've noticed. Uh, like I felt honored when you asked me to be on your podcast for real. Like, I know they say like some people used to say, "Don't get pictures like with your heroes and stuff." But that's bullcrap. Oh, that's bullcrap. Take pictures with whoever you want. Talk to whoever you want. You know. Yeah, I think it's about just how you handle it. Mm-hmm. Be be respectful when you do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Always be respectful. Yeah, don't do yeah, it when they're on the bathroom break or if they're eating supper. Don't do it then. <laughs> we have good etiquette. Don't worry about that, Orlando. But we really appreciate you coming on tonight. This was a lot of fun. The matches were uh, fantastic. I've been a fan of you for a while now because uh, you put on a great show. So thanks so much. It was really nice meeting you. Very nice yeah. meeting you guys. Thank you. Right, you. You want to put your socials out real quick before you head out? Sure. Or? sure, I would love to. You can follow me at Rolando underscore pro 98 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook at Rolando Perez. Yeah. TikTok is something I need to get into. TikTok <laughs> is something I need to get into. Yeah, Check him out, New South, NWA. I mean, my man's everywhere, man. Thank you so much for coming on, brother. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, guys. Peace well, out. I'll see you this weekend, brother. Hi, baby. Love you guys. Thank you, Thank you Rolando. Hey, it's just us. 
<laughs> well, well, well. That uh, was awesome. Son of a bitch. Am I a fan of Rolando now? Dude, yeah, I mean, we're a fan about five minutes in. What a mother. <laughs> what a. What a son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't Hard guy not to like, man. Hard on, guy not like, to like. Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to end up liking this dude. <laughs> James, the minute he starts talking to me, I'm like, oh, he's James is screwed. <laughs> <laughs> for real. That's so hard, cool. Hard for to him heal to... on that guy, for sure. I mean, it's easy to heal, but it's hard to heal on that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, try healing on Amy. You know, it's about the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Rolando Perez. I will probably not be cheering you, but I will respect you. <laughs> Depending I can't put him over enough, man. He's doing so much respect in the locker room. For real, he starts talking about all this, like, uh, motivating every day and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this motherfucker. He won me over, like, two sentences in. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> supposed to hate this guy. But, hey, you know. Sometimes that's the spirit of being face to face with your nemesis. Maybe it's just a big misunderstanding this whole time. But you know, it's not a misunderstanding. The hottest rising segment in podcast today. You know it. I know it. How long will it be around? We don't know. But it's Waka 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 with Adam. So, Adam, take it away. All right. So, I, I didn't write these down and I just went to a site. To find a couple of corny ones. Plagiarism. <coughs> They're all plagiarism. Borrowing. Kind of borrowing. <laughs> but, um, where did he go? Oh, uh, how did the pirate get his ship for so cheap? He stole it. it I don't know. It was on sale. Uh, I was thinking oh. of the arg. That was a good one. So what did the shovel say to the sand? Scoop me up. I really dig you. <laughs> Boom. He could have said that to the dirt, too. Well, I figured I'd throw it in for a little different. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Had nothing to do with sand. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you call a monster with a high IQ? I don't know. Frank Einstein. Damn it, I oh. thought of Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> but he was the doctor. Correct. Uh, so why why did why did the bed wear a disguise? Oh, he wanted to cover up. It was undercover. Ah. I get Waka Waka Waka. <laughs> so what do you call a wizard who's good with ceramics? Harry Potter. Harry Pottery. <laughs> oh. The guessing is fun. <laughs> My neighbor gave me a new roof for free. He said it was on the house. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. He's right. And where do surfers learn how to surf? In the sea. At boarding school. <laughs> Go ahead, do it. Do it, Devin. Waka 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 waka. Ah, <laughs> I forgot. So that was I don't know how many that was, but that's that's enough. It was seven. Well, I've got like seventy three more. Oh, we're good. Oh, we're good. Oh, wait, <laughs> found a list of eighty. Submission for a waka waka though. Look like you're. Uh, never mind. We have a late submission for a waka waka. This one comes from James from Melbourne, Florida. 
What does James and Pirates have in common? Always chasing that booty. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Look at Mike. Go on, go on. Mike loves jokes. <laughs> They're great. Oh, and this is from Randy Okara. Oh, Lord. I tried catching fog the other day, but I missed. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he missed. And again, there it is. <laughs> yeah, get, that reference is not going to age well moving forward because nobody's going to know what the hell you're talking about. Randy. <laughs> Freaking WWE. Right. I. There's got to be a lot to that story. I don't know what though, but there's got to be. Well, there's a lot to this story because uh. This is a charming addition for Alondo. Yeah, he left. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Adam. The guest off the show when you said coming up on two hours has really been an hour and ten. Remember, he was like, oh, really right. That was an awesome guest. We've talked to so many different wrestlers and so many different stars. Rolando truly was a freaking star. And that was great to interview him. For him to an uh, eight-year vet, like he said, to take time out of his week just to come talk to us five knuckleheads on the podcast for a little while, like it's uh, it's truly honorable. It's cool. So thanks, Rolando. So before I get into this uh, very charming uh, segment, I forgot something from the rant and Stanton real quick. Oh, this, fuck yeah. this so remember a couple weeks ago when I was saying about the the celebrities on Facebook. So Tony Storm Robinson. <laughs> put this out today. I would love to spend the weekend with one lucky fan anywhere in the United States. <laughs> Inbox me your location. You could be the lucky one. And you have 50 jackasses sent in their locations and said, just DM'd you. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Are you serious? <laughs> this is real? It's probably the same person running every single oh, time. For real. I, their stupidity is making me sweat. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a little keep, get rid of, and uh, use once. But in this case, it's going to be watch once, watch forever, and get rid of forever. And the other one's going to be listen to once, listen to forever, and never listen to again. So these are very charming mo uh, movies because we had a very charming guest today. We had the, the stud himself, and he was very charming. So these charming movies are what we're going to talk about. Elf. Yes. Clueless. And Fever Pitch. Devin. So my favorite Christmas movie of all time is Elf. So I'm just going to start by marrying that one. I'll watch that one at least five times a year anyways. So I'll just bump it to a thousand and marry it. Uh, marry it. What are we doing? Yeah. Is this some kind of other game? You're I talking? mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm watching forever. Yes. I'm going to keep it forever. The one, um, uh, <laughs> what were the other two? It was Fever Pitch and Clueless. Clueless. Okay. Clueless. That's a fantastic movie as well. I've seen Good that with Erica. Grief. Boy, you can tell you're engaged. But I am a huge fan of baseball. So I was going to say, one dude. I'm going to watch one time <laughs> is Fever Pitch. Even though it's a Red Sox movie, it, it's still a good movie. So I'll watch that one. And then, uh, Clueless has got to go. You know, it's funny. Is I, I don't keep. I erased, I scratched one out because I knew you weren't going to know it. And I put fever pitch in there to trick you. 
because the one that was here was when Harry met Sally. You're too young for that. You're way too young for that. So we put Fever Pitch in instead. So you ben know they had to reshoot that. He's still taking on for Clueless. No, it's it's Billy Crystal, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew it. See, I knew it. All right, go I've ahead. I've seen Mike. one Billy Crystal movie, and it's a, a TV show with him and Josh Gad. <laughs> what? You see City Slickers? Man, that, he was not anywhere near alive. <laughs> well, I've seen Porky's. I've seen Animal House, one of my favorite movies. I wasn't alive then. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Kids these days. Right. Oh, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. Yes, Meg Ryan. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Every and you time. don't know what that means, Devin. You don't know. <laughs> And, it's Carrie saw, and even in real life, he doesn't know. Boom, roasted. And you don't even get that joke. <laughs> I saw I, WWF redo it. <laughs> hey, um... What movies oh, we got wow. again? We have Elf, Clueless, and Fever yeah, Pit. Yeah, Elf is the one I was forgetting. Um, I'm keeping Elf because that is a funny movie. Um, Clueless and Fever Pitch. I think it's all watch once clueless and get rid of fever pitch you ever see fever pitch no that's okay get rid of it. recommend it go ahead uh adam uh so i'm keeping clueless because i love alicia silverstone and Brittany murphy oh yeah Brittany murphy i forget about Brittany murphy now she played a weird character in that though <laughs> yeah but she's still hot like some kind of skateboard stoner I, I thought she was hot yet i think i thought she was hot later she was, cute in that movie. she was cute. She was cute. That's better. That's better. Uh, getting rid of Fever Pitch and I'm going to use once. Elf. Okay. James? Uh, Well, Paul Rudd still has not aged since Clueless, which is uh, pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> but uh, I will say, I guess I kind of altered. I'll watch Elf forever because I like Will Ferrell. Not really a big fan of that movie per se. When it comes to Will Ferrell projects, but you know, I'll watch that one forever. Uh, or I'll keep that one. The uh, get rid of has to be clueless because I have seen that one a million times, uh, due to my <laughs> older sister and her friends. Uh, as if whatever, yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> cool soundtrack, though, I'll give it that, and uh. I guess I'm losing the baseball movie. Uh, I like Jimmy Fallon, but uh, losing the baseball movie because uh, you, know. you said you were gonna get rid of Clueless. Oh, that's right. Fever Pitch. Hey, I'm gonna watch that one time, huh? Oh, forget about <laughs> Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash is in Clueless too. Yeah, the redhead. No, Stacy Dash, the uh, black girl with um, what's his name? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's hot. With Donald uh, Faison. They, they call the one girl a Monet. She looks good from a distance, but you, it's a mega old mess when you get up close. <laughs> oh, Stacey Dash is amazing. That's what they say. It's about taking lines, paraphrasing lines. Anyway, I'm going to marry Fever Pitch. I think that movie's awesome. I'm not a Red Sox Harry fan, but I was. I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to. I can't do it either. I'm going <laughs> to. That's what she said, Devin. I'm going to watch it forever. And uh, I am getting rid of Elf. I think Elf is overrated. I watch it. I think it's overrated. Uh, and then I'm going to watch Clueless once because I can only do it one more time. <laughs> like, I like you, James. I've seen that movie. I have a seen million, it. A million, million times. <laughs> so now we're going to go with Charming Songs. Uh, we, we have Tears in Heaven from Eric Clapton, Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel, and Imagine from, from John Lennon. I thought you said Charming Songs. These are all like 
Do you know the meaning very, behind every one of these songs? They're very charming. <laughs> they are <laughs> not. <laughs> they're so, so charming. <laughs> Go ahead, Devin. Do you know any of them? Well, since it's charming, I know John Lennon is one of the greatest vocalists of all time. And since it's about charming mu- mucul- music people, uh, mu- artists. Okay, great. <laughs> charming artists. He's the one I'm going to keep forever. I'm going to let him sing to me all the time. Uh, Eric Clapton, he's also got a fantastic voice, but I'm not a bigger fan of him, so I'll just listen to him one time. And then since I already forgot the third one. Sound of silence. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, charming as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll uh, <laughs> let that one go. It's a very charming song. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Um, Secondary Devin. Whatever he said, I'm going with. Dynamite yeah. drop it. <laughs> All right, Adam. All right, so I'm a huge Eric Clapton fan. So I'm keeping that one. Sound of Silence, Sound of Garfunkel was good. I prefer um, whoever we did. I can't remember the name now. Was it Avenge Sevenfold? No. Um, Sound of Garfunkel. Disturbed no, somebody else has redid it, and I'm going to get blasted. That's not. been redone. I think all these songs have been redone. Disturbed. Disturbed, yeah. I prefer the Disturbed version better, but I'll use it once, and then yeah, I'm sorry, John Lennon. You know, the thing is, I actually put the, the the artist next to it just to help everybody understand what songs they were, but it could be any version of the song. So that's fine, Adam. I love all three of these songs, but I'm going to get rid of uh, Tears of Heaven. Uh, it is a very sad song. Uh, Imagine is going to be my once, uh, listen to once, and Sound of Silence. I, I think everything Simon uh, and Garfunkel did was awesome. So thanks for playing, guys. Thanks for playing, Rolando. Hey, thanks for getting rid answer. of them, Adam. This is a bridge over troubled water now. Oh, that's a good song, too. Yeah. Do I get to answer <laughs> or are you just ignoring me? Mike said, <laughs> second everything Devin said. Yeah. James didn't answer. answer. No. no <laughs> fuck. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, charming. I apologize. I so, apologize. Uh, so, which one's the charming one? The one about darkness, or the one about uh, somebody's son dying? Like, which one's the uh, charming? They're charming songs. I'm gonna keep saying it just like Tears that. in Heaven they're, they're is charming. about Eric, Eric Clapton's toddler Listen, son dying. It's, it's, it's not what you say; it's how you say it, James. It's very <laughs> charming. Very, very charming. Uh, let's see here. You ever talk to your dog or cat and like? You're such an asshole. Pets, You're such an asshole. You're the best asshole I know. I don't have kids or pets. We say that while we're testing each other in the group chat. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess I better be talking before this goes sound of silence. Uh, I like that song. Tears in Heaven's pretty sad. Uh, what was the other one? Imagine all the oh, people. world peace. Yeah. I like John Lennon. That song I've heard it's a lot, but I guess I will. Sound the silence, I'll play forever. I like that song a lot. I'm gonna play all these songs later. Uh, I'll listen to Imagine once, and then I guess Tears in Heaven has to, you know, go. Okay, that's it, guys. Thanks for playing. <laughs> James, why don't you have any pets? Because my apartment doesn't allow them, and. That's another upkeep. I have enough time upkeeping myself, let alone, you know, feeding and sheltering another. Uh, I don't think I'd have a pet if I lived alone. I think that's another, that is a I wouldn't mind having a dog. No lie. I wouldn't mind having a dog. But 
dog food, shit and piss, tearing up my couch, chewing the shit. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't want to gamble like that. Yeah, or I could just get a mini pig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This motherfucker. Okay. Well, comes up on the porch to eat like the dog food and everything else. But he's short and fat, so he kind of has a hard time getting up there. Instead of like going down the steps, he just rolls. Big body, little legs. <laughs> he just goes. All right. He was like, that'd That's be fantastic. a fun thing to watch. You know what else would be fun to watch? I don't. So, Devin, clue us in. You know what's going to be fun to watch, James? Is this Saturday. It is my wedding. This is the final kickout crew episode that Devin Dowling is. We'll be on. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so when everybody listens there. to this, you'll be married. Gee, he's gonna be uh, Miss Mr. Erica Briggs. No, this is by our release date. By this release date, it will be uh it will be the final show released before I am married. There's still I'm gonna take, be one I'm more on her the recording schedule. No, she is taking my last name. But so much for the best of party. Say, Thanks, pal. Yeah. I've been with Erica for over 10 years now, and I'm super excited to finally tie the knot and make her my wife. Congratulations, Devin. All jokes aside, congratulations. We're all real happy for you, even Jay. Thank you, Brad. You have your apple picking partner. Yeah, I do. She's the Miss Elizabeth to my macho man. Wow. They didn't work out too well. Well, I only think about the 80s. That's that's the only time frame I'm thinking about. Only the, the 80s. <laughs> my, she's my Pam to my, oh, wait a minute. No, no, not that one. <laughs> I was about to make a very... He's my one. Moving on. Yeah, we, don't need to, we don't need to hang around on that one. So we don't know what we're doing next week yet, so stay tuned. How's that, James? You're about to take a step. <laughs> so, well, get home, pal. It looks like uh, it's time to step up to the plate. And hey, if you're going to step up to the plate, you might as well swing, right? Don't just watch the pitches go on. Oh, wait a minute. This is a wrestling show, not baseball, because, you know, shout out to the Braves. Shout out to Cunha, 7040. What's up? And thank you to everybody that listens to us on Premier Streaming Network. Peace. Yes. And watch. And uh, appreciate the feedback. Appreciate the love and the support from everyone for sure. We are the Kickout Crew, but you know, more importantly, you are the Kickout Crew because you know what? It's your show. And you know what else is yours? Your life. So uh, if uh, there's oppression and things just weighing you down, putting you down, bringing you down, guess what? Rise up from that motherfucker like the Phoenix because, uh, you know, as uh, we learned from our guests today, you can get pinned a million times, but here's the trick to it. Kick out a million and one. Always. Always throw that shoulder because uh, tomorrow's a new day. And guess what? Who knows what tomorrow may bring? But you won't know what tomorrow will bring unless you kick out it too. Because that's what we do. And that's what you do on your show, The Kickout Crew. And hey, want to thank Rolando Perez again? 
maybe not so much of a jackass. He's actually a really good guy. And with that, I'm ending this episode because I've been too nice. We'll see you next week. Good night.